What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another House of the Dragon TV talk. Okay, let's talk about the bold choice of recasting like an entire, well, at least like a half your main cast. <laughs> like what? This is episode six. We're we're five episodes in into a new series, a brand new series, and you recast half your cast. Like what? Okay, this, ah, very Game of Thrones to pull like some sort of crazy shenanigans like this, right? Like, I mean, if you think about it, in uh, in Game of Thrones, you come to the end of the first season, they've really built up Ned as kind of the main character. And had you not read the books, you would be shocked to learn that Ned Stark doesn't make it all the way through the first season of the show, even though he's the main character, or at least, again, built up to be the main character. So now with House of the Dragon, We've got this, we've kind of been introduced to all these characters. We keep on doing all these time jumps and lo and behold, we entered episode six and literally half of the main cast is recast. This was a bold choice, a bold choice, a good choice. It, It took a little while early on getting reconnected with these characters with new actresses and actors playing them. Uh, and I guess I'm, I'm specifically at the moment thinking about Renera as kind of the biggest, I would argue the biggest ask, right? Like the biggest jump here because uh, the one that's playing uh, the queen, she's admittedly that actress looks very similar to the younger actress. And there's th- those two that seems to be a bit more of a bridge. And though we've spent time with her, we haven't really, I don't know. I, I feel like we as an audience have been mostly asked to connect with Renera and her journey in the show. Now, of course, you've got all of these different players uh, around uh, her new husband. You've got, uh, you know, obviously the various hands of the kings, the king himself. Like you've got all these different characters uh, who have gone through their own re- or some of them have gone through their own recasting. But but like Renera's journey in particular is the one that we as an audience have been asked to care about. She's on the poster. OK, like the little like the young Renera is on all of the posters and promotional materials. And it's like her and the dragon in the background. And that's, you know, again, that's what we've been invited to connect with. And so now we've got this new character. We begin this episode. I'm sorry, not new character, a new actress playing this uh, familiar character. Uh, she's in the process of giving birth, something that the younger version of her was very terrified of. Uh, we see through it later on, of course, in this episode, just continuation of childbirth being a potential death sentence, especially in this era of this universe. But she has, she's, she has uh, not just had this one uh, new baby that is being brought to the queen for inspection to figure out whether or not it looks like the father. You could also ask whether or not it looks like the mom because the mom looks totally different. Anyway, you know what? I, yeah. I'm sorry. It's relevant. Why'd they recast half the cast? <laughs> Just, that's no, fine. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Look, we'll connect with them or we won't. We'll just see what ends up happening. I thought, I mean, it, it, it is okay. I just think it's a, it's an interesting choice. It's a bold choice. I'm not sure if it's going to work or not. We'll just, time will tell. She, I feel like she played Renera very differently from younger Renera, which makes sense. It's been 10 years, but at the same time, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm very curious to see. I, I need more episodes. It took me so long to get used to the characters that we have. I, you know, I made the joke, uh, which was like a half joke in the first episode about the Targaryens all looking alike because they do all look alike. They've all got the white hair. They've all got the pasty white skin. Like all of the Targaryens, for the most part, all look very, very similar you know, and I mean, admittedly, now you've got, you've got kind of the Valyrian Targaryens over, uh, you know, across the narrow sea. You've also got, you know, the Targaryens uh, by way of their mom, but definitely not by way of their dad. You know what I'm saying? Like we got different 
kids all over the place, but now we've got all of these different kids. So this is the other thing. We've got this whole new cast of characters. Half the kids all look exactly the same. I don't, it's just, it's going to be, all right. I know. I feel like I'm like an old man complaining about this, but it's just going to be difficult to keep up with all these characters. I feel like I just got my bearings. I just got connected to a cast and they completely like reshuffle everything. But you're starting to see the tensions that exist between these kids, right? Like this is the civil war that is being laid out in front of us. Even when the kids are all practicing in the courtyard on their fighting skills and everything. And uh, Sir Kristen got burned coal. <laughs> he got burned like coal. <laughs> anyway, he's over there and he's trying to get the Targaryen kids to beat up the, you know, technically not Valerian kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're clearly the children. When you first see them, you're like, oh man, I wonder if those are Kristen you know, Kristen Cole's little, little kids. And then it becomes clear very quickly, like, oh no, 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 that's the other guard. Cause she, she he, Cole got burned. And no, so she got this other guard, that other guard, by the way, we saw him in an earlier episode when the princess was out and about in the town and she uh, got caught by one of the guards and the guard kind of pretended not to notice that was this dude. And so this dude who is the son of the hand of the King is now also the father of the children that will be king or could be king. We see in the courtyard when they're fighting their cousins, or wait, their cousins? Their uncles. Oh gosh. Anyway, Targaryen families. Anyway, they're they're all they're all fighting, they're all playing against each other, but you notice that all the high tower kids are wearing green underneath their armor, and all the Targaryen kids are wearing the you know the black and the red. And I guess for clarity's sake, it probably makes sense to connect them more with their mother's families, right? Like for one thing, that's where the the color scheme of all of this is all kind of laying out, right? So even though technically the kids that look the most Tigarian and are Targaryen, they are rocking the high tower green colors of their mother's household. Whereas the other kids that are Valyrian in name, Tigarian in blood, and also Heron Hilarion. What are they? The Strongs? I think it's the Strongs, right? That's that's the people who got kind of murdered at the end of this episode. Like I think that's I think that's their family name. I'm blanking on it at the moment. But anyway, they are the ones that are going to be rocking the red and the black. So they are they're they're kind of rocking the true Targaryen colors, even though and I mean they are Targaryen because their mom's Targaryen. But even though they're they're not, you know, they um well they don't they don't favor their father, do they? <laughs> they, don't, they don't. You know, when the, when when the what is it? The king is like holding the babies like he's got his dad's nose and like everybody in the room and all us watching at home are like uh-huh <laughs> no no king no uh all right yeah so we do see where the battle lines are being drawn everything's kind of coming to a head we also you know spent some time with uh Rhaegar, right and he uh he's over here with his cousin wife and they've got three kids, a fourth one on the way. And based on what little knowledge I know about Targaryens and their households, they generally only have three kids. So when I hear there's a fourth kid, I know that some sort of tragedy is in order. I didn't expect to get what I got. I found that whole ending where the mom, the cousin wife lady, uh, Valerian lady, she goes, she's not able to have this child, complications ensue. So she goes out and she commits suicide by dragon. That was no, not okay with that. Like not, not that, ugh, not, wasn't a fan of that scene. Um, really tragic that we lost that character. She seemed really cool. Uh, so early on in this series, so many shifting things going on in this episode. I feel like as if the show that we've had just got kind of flipped upside down and like shaken and then broken and then re put back together. In many respects, it seems like we're starting a brand new series 
as of this episode and next episode, I wonder if there would have been a better way of doing this where what's happening from this point on to the end of the season would have worked better overlaying that with flashbacks with what happened prior. I, I don't know. I actually, I have no other idea. It's a bold choice to do what they did. I don't know how it's going to play out. I left this episode feeling very kind of sad and depressed and a little disgusted, honestly, by kind of how it all ended. And so at the beginning of the episode where we're introduced to these new characters and asked to kind of reconnect with them through these new actors, um, and then you, you kind of get introduced a little bit to the kids and their dynamics, it, it felt... It felt, oof, what's, what's the right word here? It, it just, it, it, it asked a lot of us as an audience this late into a season. And I felt like, okay, so I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to like recalibrate my mind and get down with all these, okay, these are these kids and this is their kid, you know, that one's this one and that one has this dynamic with this one and you're trying to figure all this out and then they murder this lady and you're like, whoa, she was really cool. Why? And then all of a sudden, like, then you've got these new uh, you know, the, the tensions are higher for what you've known in the past, but now there's these whole new things. I don't know. It just, it's, mm, it's going to be interesting. I think to see what this back half of the season is going to be like, I'm hopeful I'm interested, but I just don't know how I feel about this episode other than, eh. but I guess that's how you're supposed to feel after the end of this episode. I want to know y'all's thoughts. What are you thinking? Did we just essentially reset the series and begin a brand new first season of House of the Dragon? Am I overanalyzing? Am I complaining too much? Am I a get off my lawn? I just got used to these, you know, <laughs> like who, who's who's on first and what's on second? I don't know. Y'all let me know your thoughts. You can head over to Twitter, use the hashtag House of the Dragon TV Talk. You can also uh, head over to our website at tvtalk.fm for all of our contact information and more. That's going to do it for me for today, but don't worry, I'll be back in a flash. Mm-hmm.